Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you are listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, November 9th, and we are here trying to answer your financial questions. If you've got one, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and complete the form. That's an email. It will come to us. Now, if you want to join us on the show live, you complete the form and then check the box that says, I want to join you live. And then we'll do everything else. When I say we, I mean Mark, because he does all the work here. While you're on the website, don't forget to check out all the great content that lives there. Some stuff for you to consider. I wrote a big article about the bond market. I talked about open enrollment. There are some great posts about some economic data that have come out. So all those things live under the blog section. It's free. Also free is our weekly newsletter. Mark does a great job. He compiles the most interesting stories of the week and he drops that newsletter every single Friday. So check that out and do subscribe because it's free. If you've got a few extra bucks, you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset. Still available for sale wherever you buy your books. Okay, today we are talking to Mike, who's on the line from Pennsylvania. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. What can we do for you today? Well, we have a situation that uh, we, we've been in our house for 11 years. Uh, we previously paid cash for a lot of our projects and enhancements that we've done to the house. But we saved up some money during covid uh, I think we got a little carried away with the savings that we were able to experience during COVID. Uh, we also changed jobs, so we shifted things uh, in a rollover situation to an IRA. But long story short, uh, we established an IRA. We had a brokerage account from savings, and then we decided to do some home improvement projects. Uh, but because we got so carried away with the savings side of things, 
Uh, we opened the HELOC uh, at the end of last year, but now the HELOC uh, prices have obviously gone up considerably this year. And so we're looking about how we can maybe pay that down, knowing that we, we sort of have that in hand. Uh, the IRA that we established has kind of slid over time uh, working with the planner. Uh, and also our brokerage account has slid a bit. So I'm trying to see, does it make sense to maybe use some of that money to offset the HELOC okay. um, at this point? All right, let's get some details here. Mike, how old are you? 40 years old. Okay. And you're married? I am. And how old is your spouse? 39. Okay. Are you both working? We are. How much you guys earn together? 317. Wow. I like the de- the detail on the 17. <laughs> um, and you're putting money into retirement accounts through work? We are. We both have 401ks. Okay. How much we money ma- do you- we maximize those? Oh, great. How much money do you have in your 401ks right now? I have 122,000. Uh, my wife has 162,000 okay. plus a smaller one that we haven't rolled over yet of 17,000. And you also have an IRA rollover, right? That's right. And that is currently at 153,000. And th- is this all pre-tax or is this um, also Roth? I would say it's majority pre-tax. We started doing Roth about the Roth split about three years ago. Okay, good. All right. Uh, you got some kids? We do. What do you got? We have a 13-year-old and a 9-year-old. Okay. And are they in public or private school? Public school and will be throughout. All right. And college, too. Since you're in PA, we are Penn State or something like that? Or is that what you say? That's what they say. I'm not a Penn Stater. But um, I think that's to be determined. Okay. Do you have um, 529 accounts that you've established for them yet? We do. We have collectively 54,000 in the 529. How much... Do you think your house is worth? Last I checked, it was about four seventy-five. Okay, and you have a mortgage on the house. We do. What's the mortgage right now? The outstanding balance. Outstanding balance is one hundred and ninety thousand. Okay, and what's the interest rate on that? Uh, Three point eight. Now the home equity line of credit. What is outstanding on that line right now? What have you borrowed? We've borrowed uh, twenty-two thousand this year. We have 17000 outstanding. Okay. The the little conundrum here is we found out we made some sort of improvement to our basement. So I'm expecting that to go up another 8 to 10. So, so that you, I'm calling you, it I'm calling it 28000 Let's call it 30 Okay. That's What's good. the interest rate on the HELOC? Right now, it's 7.75. Now, let's talk about that savings account. Well, tell me all about that COVID savings that built up. What do you have? So we had twenty five thousand mm-hmm. that we put into the brokerage. Currently, it stands at twenty one five. Okay, and that's just all in brokerage, right? Like Cor- post tax brokerage. And what about an emergency reserve fund? Uh, we have fifty thousand in cash and an eleven thousand dollar I bond. This may freak you out. I don't know if it will or will not. I'm going to feel great about it. So if we sold everything out right now, you would have that nice $3,500 of losses, of which you could take $3,000 against your ordinary income and you'd carry forward $500 to next year. But unless there's something else out there where you have a gain that I'm not seeing yet. I don't think so. Okay, good. Will it bum you out to take that loss? Because it's going to be real. It's going to be helpful. Um, No, because I think the issue is the HELOC was a risk for us because we don't like having debt. And I think, uh, you know, about a year in, we're like, we still don't like having still debt. Still don't like that. Still, <laughs> not liking the, the debt. Not and we see these the numbers sliding, right? We see okay. that we see our savings sliding. So we okay. feel like maybe we could solve a problem. I think we can. 
any other assets anywhere else in your that is floating around that we should know about? No, I think we've covered it all. Okay, great. Do you guys have life insurance? We do. And you have wills done? Soon. Oh, brother. I'm going to beat you up on that, but hold on. <laughs> Let's do this first. Okay. Number one, first and foremost, sell the brokerage account. Have your records. Make sure you know what your cost basis is and what you're selling for, and you will be able to claim $3,000 of losses against your ordinary income this year for 2023. Okay? Yes. Easy. Just shake it off. Don't worry about it. Who cares? Done. Okay. Take the proceeds. Pay off your $17,000. Got it. Immediately. Now, you're going to add whatever's left over out of the 17, so you'll have a few thousand, 3,000, 4,000 bucks. Pop it into your emergency reserve fund. Okay. Okay. Now you're going to have, let's call it 53 in the emergency reserve fund. What's your monthly spend usually? Say about 8,000. How's your cash flow in general? Like if if I look at your normal monthly spend and I look at everything going on, are you feeling comfortable? Because I know you're both putting a lot of money away into retirement. Do you feel comfortable with where you are right now? I think it ebbs and flows, but it, it's somewhere between 1500 and close to 2000 Okay. So I feel like it's a, it's a hair tight, but I All think right. we're okay. All right. And are you putting money into the 529s on an, on an ongoing basis or... Is it just like, oh, I got a bonus and I put money in? Uh, no, we are putting it in on a regular basis. I think we're putting in like 800 sort of split heavier towards the child that's older, but it's about 800 a month. Okay. And when do you have to spend this extra 10 grand or 12 grand that you're going to have to spend for the basement? Probably by the end of the year. How do you feel about taking the extra money that you need, this 10 or 12, and just take it out of your um, emergency reserve fund? Do you feel okay about that? Yeah, we could. Mm -hmm. Because what I would say to you is the 800 bucks a month that you're putting into the 529s, you could just sort of stop that for a few months, rebuild your emergency reserve. It sounds like 50 is probably the right number for you. You feel comfortable with that number, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, you already have, you do have the I bond. You have 60 right now. You can just pull back a little bit on your savings, whether it's the 401k or the 529, rebuild till you get that 50,000. And get this project done, stop paying the high interest, and we're good. We're totally good. Okay. I like it. I think uh, we were so, like I said, we were so dead set on being savers that I think we uh, <laughs> maybe miscalculated this one and now we don't like where we are. We like where we were a year ago. We don't like where we are now. All right. Well, we're going to make you, we're going to make you whole. You're going to be in great shape. It really, it's fine. Now the IRA rollover, the 153 grand. Uh, is that yours, hers, or a little bit of both? That's mine. Uh, I changed jobs right before the pandemic, and so um, rolled that over. It was at one hundred ninety-two thousand, but now it's at one hundred fifty-three. Did you buy a bunch of bonds with this rollover? Well, I worked with a planner and sort of trusted them. I think they basically went through growth-oriented stocks, I believe. But um, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't like where we're headed. And I feel like I've waited two years, haven't seen any performance from it and feel like uh, maybe I want to go in a different direction. You could just roll it back into your retirement account currently. You feel like, let's just make it easy and, you know, have a growth oriented portfolio because I'm 40 years old and I don't have to worry about it. It's all in one place. That's perfectly reasonable. I mean, listen, to be an investor over the last two years, not been great. 
to be honest, sure. right? 22 stunk. Uh, 23 is okay if you own some stocks, but if you, if you don't own large cap stocks or in a large cap index, I heard this wild stat the other day on my friends at the Compound and Friends, which is another podcast where 490 of the 500 S&P 500 stocks have basically lost money in 2023. So unless you own the top 10 or you own the index, you have missed out on whatever gains have been accruing this year. So it's one of the reasons I love indexing because I don't have to think about what are the best ones or the worst ones. I just own it. But, you know, stocks are up, but not by up as much as they were earlier this year. Bonds are down. It's just been a rough time to be an investor. So, you know, if you don't want to invest with this planner and you've lost confidence, you can do it yourself, but just know that it's probably not the advisor's fault entirely. It could just be that Timing-wise, you entered the market at a lousy time. If you're going to do it yourself, don't go to cash. Just like get that money working for you and leave it alone and it'll keep going. Or put it into your current retirement account. Same thing. Now, can I ask you, do you have through your organization um, a way to choose a benefit where you could do estate planning for you or your wife's employment? Do they have that as a benefit? They, my wife does. Yes. And we're going to jump on that. <gasps> Hooray. Okay. I, ha- I have a reminder in my phone that reminds me every Saturday morning to take care of that. And I just keep delaying it. Oh my God. Why do you, are you not? Well, now die? I talk to you. I won't do that. <laughs> are you, I mean, are you, are you just not going to die? That's the deal. I mean, let's hope so. I mean, not soon, but <laughs> you do have two kids. Let's sign up for that. So it's open enrollment. Hopefully sign That's up right. for that. Just do it. It's very easy. You don't have a complicated life. But no, you, we'll take you, care of it. All right, let's do it. Let's pinky. No snooze. more, no more snooze button. No more snooze button. Just do it. Jill says. Any other questions for us? No. It, well, once I sort of take care of these, um, paying these things off, what uh, what do you think my next step should be to build back? So then, I think what you do is you put the money. Back, you know, you're, you're splitting the money between the Roth and the and the traditional now. Build back your uh, savings to the place where you feel comfortable. You are then redirecting and making sure you continue to put money into the 529s. And then you can just slowly but surely, wherever you want to, you can just start a brokerage account. Very boring. Just start it nice and easy. Like, yeah, you know what? I'll put some money in a stock index fund and maybe I would throw a bond index in there and a little international and that's it. And chill out. You're good. You're on track. Everything is good. Very good. I appreciate the assistance. Thank you. Of course. Of course. We thank you so much. And if you, like Mike and his wife, have a actual pipe burst or metaphorical pipe burst, meaning something really weird has come up and you need some help getting through it, then give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and do let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. Don't forget that you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset, wherever you buy books, and you can subscribe to our service, Jill on Money Live, right here at the JillOnMoney.com website. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots of great bonus video content. So do check it out. And please lift someone up. It is going to make that person feel better. And I promise you, it's going to make you feel better. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 